0: Please, my sisters and brothers, be seated. Well, something I have learned during all the years that I have to sit and write sermons in English and preach them in English is that when I read slow, I make myself easier and also make people ears to suffer the less. So I am going to give myself permission this morning to read somewhat extra lower than what I do. There are Christmas most people will never forget for their own reasons. Some for joyful moments that happened in their lives around this time of year. Some for not so joyful, but rather sorrowful events that happened to them or to those close to them around the very same time of Christmas. For some people, Christmas brings painful reminders, and thanks be to God we are aware of that. For others, Christmas brings refreshing memories they will cherish forever. For many, the season brings both good and bad memories they have learned to juggle with. Sometimes by entering the full joy of the season for something as simple as listening to a song or looking at a photo. Whilst revisiting these memories, an individual can feel the sadness of no longer having that person alongside them making the holiday season feel a little bit empty. But they may also feel the happiness of having been able to share that memory with them. Feelings of comfort surge while reminiscing. Both good and bad memories are not absent in the story of the birth of Jesus. And it is okay to experience one or the other, or both together. Joy and grief are nested together in the story of the Incarnation. Mary experienced both in the night of the birth of baby Jesus. As any woman would experience pain and joy at the birth of her own child. Mary did not only experience the unavoidable physical pain of delivering her first child, but also experienced the solitude of the stable and the slab of a world that did not recognize her humanity and that of Joseph, her husband, according to the story of Luke when they went around walking through the neighborhood, asking for a place to lay down and spend the night. The incarnation is and, all will, and will continue to be a dialectical struggle between the perfection of God that loves us so much that he sent his only son to set his dwelling with us and an imperfect world that consistently shut the door and would not let him in. John the evangelist pointed out this struggle when in today's gospel he says he was in the world and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what he was his own and his own people did not accept him. The incarnation did not change the behavior of the world but unveiled that behavior the night Jesus was born. That unveiling process continues throughout the life and ministry of Jesus and reaches the higher level with his death on the cross. So Christmas is not meant to shadow the reality of that struggle, but bring it forward into perspective and lead us not only to the joy of the Emmanuel among us, but also to ask the questions, why is it that the world would not accept him? I mean, it is so good to feel God breathing within us and moving around us, who would not want to have that experience? This year, the Latino congregation of our cathedral, with the accompaniment of some of the members of our morning congregations, led a set of eight posadas from Wednesday the 16th of December through Wednesday the 23rd of December. Due to the pandemic situation, we decided not to make each one of them, we decided to make each one of them a virtual event. I was skeptical of whether that would work or not. And at some point, I entertained the idea of just suspend them all for this year. You see, posada is one of these things we do that need the people around each other walking and singing together going from one house to another asking for an aid for Mary, Joseph and son to be born baby Jesus. Despite my skepticism, each posada went exceptionally well. Each night, attracting more people to join via Zoom and Facebook than the night before. It is amazing the way such simple structure and simple melodies have the power to keep that many people together, joining online for that many nights in a row. There is something special my sisters and brothers, about Las Posadas that transcends culture, tradition, time and generations and even challenges a pandemic that the one we are living through. The fundamental theology of Las Posadas reveals the search for a path to welcome God into this world. Las Posadas are not just a gathering of people to simply walk and sing repetitive melodies. Las Posadas are not just for breaking piñatas and sharing delicious foods, which is true. Las Posadas unite our voices in a single voice that cries out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, inviting into this world, our world, room for him, and hospitality to each other. If you have had the opportunity to participate at any of the Posadas, you have probably noticed that Mary and Joseph are welcomed and allowed to enter the third home the couple approaches. This is not a mindless error or a presumptuous correction of Luke, the only gospel writer that recorded the nativity story. It is not to correct the story of Luke. It is, in fact, to correct our human tendencies of rejection and discarding of others based on race, social status, legal status, gender preference, and countless other factors. The end of Las Posadas, however, offers a good model for a theology of community gatherings where everyone is welcomed to grab a chair, eat some food, mingle with others, and break barriers. This model is perfect for Mary and Joseph, and for many that like them go around or knocking on doors, many of which remain closed. That makes all of us participating in Las Posadas a people on a mission whose objective is to find a home for Jesus in this world and to make of this world a big home where everyone belongs. In this case, we are not just enacting the journey of Mary and Joseph in the roles of Bethlehem. Each participant in the Posadas is embodying each human being they represent. Everyone has a role to play. The ones behind the doors inside the house, those outside asking to be let in, each role is ideal for the economics of the kingdom of heaven. During the years, Of my formation at seminary, the word "encarnarse" to incarnate was of common use among us seminarians. Our liberation theology professors explained that in our context, it means to embody the people who serve we serve in their sorrows and in their joys, especially the neglected the people in disadvantage, and the marginalized. In other words, to become one with them. In the incarnation, God became one with us through his son, Jesus. He embraced our human nature, made himself vulnerable in the body of a child and joined with us. And by doing so, He experienced joy and sorrow, love and rejection, loyalty and betrayal. And the Word became flesh and lived among us. My sisters and brothers, I believe this is my best opportunity to wish you all a Merry Christmas. So, Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad.